you're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and I focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is James Carberry, and I am joined as always with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sangram Vajray. Sangram, I am super pumped for today's episode. Tell our listeners a little bit about the series up to this point before we dive into this week's episode. Awesome, man. Well, this has been uh, one of the series that I think you and I have been talking about this book forever, but we've been, uh, we never got a chance to really do a podcast. So super stoked to do it. This is Behind the Cloud by Mark Benioff, the Bible for everybody who is in the SaaS business who wants to build iconic brands. He literally lays it out playbook by play by play. So it's phenomenal. And we covered in the first lesson was one idea alone is a tactic but it's executed in a number of different ways, it becomes a great strategy. So we covered that in the first episode in the series. Last Wednesday, we covered the second lesson, which, uh, which I'm learning from him, which is focus on the 20%. That makes 80% of the difference, which means prioritization is absolutely the key. If you can't prioritize, we can't really make a difference of anything. Yep. So I'm, I'm stoked to get into today's lesson. I love it. I love it. So today's lesson, we're going to be talking about making customers feel at home. Now, we actually talked about something a few weeks ago that you guys are doing at Terminus to really kind of operationalize this idea of making customers (laughs) feel at home. But talk to us about what was it from behind the cloud that got you thinking about this idea? Well, so this is this is the genius that the whole system and the company and the business that Mark Benioff built and it's the idea of understanding that you cannot go and create amazing things in other places that you have no business in or no understanding of their culture or no understanding of how things are done. So he has always been very particular. And I learned about this when I was watching Charity Water, right? Like yeah. uh, in one of the great Charity Water. Chris Scott Harrison. Harrison. Runs. Yeah. Yeah, Scott Harrison. And uh, he's, I watched his video. I'd love for, for us to interview him one day on this podcast. But he, he talked about this idea like, look, the water problem wasn't a problem that's new, right? That this, this mm-hmm. water, clean water, there are hundreds of charities actually working way before charity water even came to the scene. So there's nothing new about the problem. But what he did seems really amazing is, one, he created a transparent culture of showing where the money is going. So people knew when they were putting money, where's my 10 bucks going? What water pump in what country, in what region? Actually, my water pump is actually creating clean water and how many lives is it affecting? So as a donor, it's phenomenal. But Mm. then what he did was even better, which aligns with this idea of making customers feel at home is that they found people in the local region to own that thing. Mm. to to outright understand that thing, to be the person they just hey, look, the reason a lot of these nonprofits didn't work is because they came in there with their bag of money and all that stuff. It's like, we are going to change the world. We're going to tell you what to do. And the mm. locals go, oh yeah, another another set of people trying to tell us what to do. You have no idea what, you know, everything works. So it's actually they have, happening. They have, yeah. What's happening there, right? So I think that's what the same thing that uh, Mark Benioff is doing. Like his example that he started in the book was, when a German customer called, this is even in the early days, they thought that they were speaking to someone in Frankfurt. 
when a French person calls, they believe that, that he or she was talking to someone uh, in Paris. So what they did was even in their call centers, they made sure that based on the people who are asking for customer support or whatever, they almost feel like they're talking to somebody local in their regions, so even the dialect, the phrases and, and things wow. they use matter to them. That is phenomenal. And to have that level of intricacy in like baked into your customer experience, I think is incredible. Were there, were there any other examples, Sangram, of kind of how they've done that? And I'd also love for you to kind of revisit what you guys are doing at Terminus by actually like inviting customers into your home. But I'm curious if Mark shared any other things other than the call center example. Well, I mean, they, they definitely up the game. One of the things they do as part of what we talked, I think a little bit touched on it in the first part of this series was because they have obviously Dreamforce where 150,000 plus people come and attend and, and, and they're coming from all over the world. But they also did do this called Salesforce World Tours where they literally go in different regions. And I think they do 30 or 40 a year. So it's literally in different regions. And what they do in that to, again, make customers feel at home they would essentially find the top customers in that local region and put them on the stage. So all of a sudden, there's a lot more flag, you know, in like people feeling like, oh, this is great. This is the company. Like if they're coming to Atlanta and if Chick-fil-A is speaking or Coke is speaking, I mean, that is a really, really big deal for us. So it's something that they have done even in their events beyond the call centers where it's remote, but physical event oriented stuff. They're not just trying to fly in big customers from other places. They're actually up leveling, raising the bar for the existing companies and creating relationships for people to attend that conference from the locals. So I feel like they, they just have this baked in their philosophy. Oh, this is fantastic. Sangram, what would be, how are you guys doing this at, at Terminus? I think listeners really love hearing kind of like you're a constant learner. Uh, you're, you're ingesting a lot of content week in and week out. How have you guys applied this particular lesson in your organization? You know, we, we both talked about this, I guess, in late November, December, where I personally started to feel like we were not, we, we set our, one of our core values is like customer obsessed. And we started to feel like we actually are not necessarily doing everything that a customer, if we really asked ourselves and be honest with ourselves, I think we would rate, at least I would rate ourselves like C minus on that, at least in November, December timeframe. And that's where we said, you know what, we're going to do something about it. And we came up with this idea of like, let's bring our customers in flesh in our company every so often so that everybody get a chance to meet them, get to know them, people in operations, finance, who are doing all this thing, the billing, the services, even they need to know the engineers who are building the code. They, they need to know and hear who we are serving and what they look like and what matters to them. So we started this, uh, this thing started in December, and we had, let's say, uh, Snowflake, Phenonic, Tom, we're going to have Thompson Riders come in, uh, McCaffin. Like, you know, again, all of these people are more than happy to come in, yep. spend a day with us, share where they are, spend time with our product team to share where, what, what kind of things. We were changing our product roadmap on that. Yep. It's energizing them. The whole company is it's a Q&A with the entire company, the sales team literally having a closed room conversation on the objections. How would you handle that? We even have our customers. We did our go-to-market kickoff, James, right now. And we don't call it sales kickoff. I hate that. We call it <laughs> go-to-market kickoff. It's, 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 it's really go-to-market kickoff. Sales marketing, because everybody is in that uh, equally. So it's a go-to-market kickoff. 
and and we literally have two of our customers come in and and literally we had them say that how would you pitch terminus to somebody else and mm-hmm. and we use the words they use in our pitch practice that's and amazing. it's still phenomenal yeah yeah that's amazing by making them the hero and the deepening of that relationship by you guys flying them in and treating them to it to an entire day in your office I'm sure from just from an experience standpoint, there are so many cool things you can do, you know, from how they get picked up to the airport to, you know, customize things that you can do for them, you know, throughout the day that has their company's logo on it or, you know, just that's super, super exciting that you have taken action on that. And I also think that it's really cool that you said what you said earlier, Sangram, about how you think you're maybe a a C, C plus at really being obsessed with customers. Like I I think a lot of leaders are under this disillusioned mentality that they care more than, you know, that they, that they are the best at whatever they claim to be the, you know, the best at, and they don't really take a critical look at, but what are we actually doing to reinforce this claim that we make uh, in your case of being customer obsessed? And it, that, that type of self-awareness is ultimately what leads to you implementing something like what you guys ended up doing. So I, I love that. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. What, what would be the challenge, Sangram, on the back of this idea of making customers feel at home? What's the challenge for listeners before we shut down today? Absolutely, Matt. And thanks for, for sharing that. I still feel like we are like maybe B minus uh, in this process. And it's <laughs> make a progress, continuation. Baby. Yeah, may, making progress. Say about that. But I, that's one of the things that I feel like if we would have done that maybe two years ago, you know, we would have been in a much different place, just emotionally connecting from that perspective beyond the numbers and all this stuff. It's really emotional. So that is one like big lesson. And hopefully somebody can take that and do something about it. Uh, if you, the big challenge that I'm going to share that I wrote down was that, look, just like Mark Benioff in his process where he cared about when somebody called, he didn't go to a call center in some other country who doesn't really understand your dialect and, and, and phrases and stuff like that. He made sure that they are talking to somebody off their region. So there's a feeling of comfort, a feeling of at home, the feeling of anxiety issues, because you're calling about an issue. And, and if you talk to somebody, you know, you're like, okay, I can, I can, I don't have to now explain this person in a much different way. So he took time, they, the company took time to understand this critical emotion, which I don't think was in any business metric. He wasn't looking at number of calls to resolution ratios. This, this actually means that he really cared about the customers and the company really yeah. cares about the customers. The question is like, do you, and the challenge is to, to really write it on a piece of paper when you get back from whatever you're doing right now and listening to this is, and write, write it down. Do you really, or in, in if you're writing for yourself, like do we or do I really care about my customer? And, and put a big question mark next to it and be honest, we use a pen and paper, like not, not on a keyboard or not just mental visualization, write it down because I think it does a very different feel and impact of it, but really write down, do I, or do we as a company really care about our customers? Yeah. And whatever is the answer, let it come through, no judgment and figure out what you can do about it. Yep, I love it. That is fantastic. Sangram, this this was amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I'm, I'm really excited for next week's episode, we are going to be covering the fourth and final lesson from Behind the Clouds in this particular series. So really pumped to uh, to talk to you again next week. And thank you so much for your time today, man. Let's do it. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. 
to make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.